Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Today on State of the World, why truck drivers in Poland are blocking goods going into Ukraine. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Greg Dixon. One of Ukraine's strongest allies in its fight against Russia has been neighboring Poland. But a dispute over trucking threatens to damage that relationship. It pits Poland's drivers against drivers from Ukraine. The Polish truckers are blocking thousands of Ukrainian trucks waiting to cross back home. And that's been a huge problem because since Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, trucking has been a lifeline for the Ukrainian economy. And Pierre's Alyssa Nadwerny takes us to the blockade at the border. For two months, Laszek Stasek, a Polish business owner, has been manning the night shift at the blockade at the Dorohus border crossing in northeast Poland. It's just after 9 p.m., and he and two other Polish protesters are finally allowing five trucks to pass their blockade. They do this only once an hour. Military and humanitarian aid can pass and don't count. But the rest, they have to wait. On this night, just before New Year's, about a thousand trucks are stuck at the border, stretching back more than 20 miles into Poland. This is a fight for our existence, Stasek tells us, his yellow reflective vest catching the light from the headlights of trucks at the front of the line. He owns a small Polish trucking company with five truck rigs. He and other protesters are outraged over the European Union's decision to remove limits on how many Ukrainian drivers and businesses can enter Poland and the EU. His business is suffering, he tells us. He can't compete with the influx of Ukrainian drivers flooding the market. Ukrainian drivers act like they're members of the EU, he says. They take away our bread. They take away our work. Before the full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine, the EU used a permit system to keep the number of Polish and Ukrainian drivers crossing this shared border about equal. But the EU suspended the permit system as a way to support the Ukrainian economy and move goods like grain into the rest of Europe. The number of trucks heading in and out of Ukraine shot up the majority of those being driven by Ukrainians. Stasek and other Polish protesters say they want that permit system restored. There are no toilets, no showers, says Alexander Nekrasov. He's been waiting nearly two weeks to cross the border. There is war going on at home, and we are stuck here, he says. While they've been waiting to cross... Russia launched a number of large aerial attacks, killing dozens. And these Ukrainian drivers have been following the news closely on social media. Stanislav Kolisnik, who is driving a truck full of metal plates for protective vests, pulls up a video of the aftermath of one of those attacks in the city of Dnipro. We are willing to drive to these places that are dangerous, he says. 
the Polish drivers, they just want to go to Western Ukraine, where it's safer. Polish protesters have been meeting with the part of the Polish government that deals with transport to try to resolve these complaints. But Poland's new prime minister, Donald Tusk, he said any resolution to this blockade must come from the European Union, which lifted the permit system. Ukrainian drivers told us they're running out of food, money, and water. Serhii Strelak, who's been waiting for 14 days, opens up his cab to show us his living quarters behind his seat. There's a small gas stove, a mini fridge, and a bed with blankets. His son, Yevgeny, who drives for the same Ukrainian transport company, has the truck directly in front of his. You're telling me this wasn't planned, that you're right in front of each other. It was not planned, they say. Does that make it better? But being together in line has made a bad situation just a little bit better. It's been more lonely for Alexander Kholomednik, who is carrying factory parts and is just a few trucks from the front of the line. He's been here for 13 days, but he's at the end of his journey. He's been dreaming of the hot, proper meal he'll have when he's finally back in Ukraine. And maybe some rest before he picks up the next load. You're going to do this all over again? Of course, he says. I've got a family and I need the money. And then it's time. He turns on his engine and with a wave and a honk, he's off. It's finally his turn to cross. Alyssa Nadworny, NPR News on the Ukrainian-Polish border. That's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me. And I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and T-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash NPR and use code NPR.